Billings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay. Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA. And whether we were born here or born in Italy, in Greece, in Spain, or Ireland, in England, or Fiji, we all of us are workers united, we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains, and break a couple of concrete floors to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky. Got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud And it's Good Morning from the Concrete Gang, a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed and brought to you every Sunday morning on Community Radio 3CR. Good morning, Gorilla. It's not very good morning for me. I'm a little bit hungover. I should be um, tested, I think. Under the drug and alcohol policy, I think I, I think I'd fail. So you have to go home for a day on pay. <laughs> that's what happens. Isn't it? Good morning, hey, String Bean. I've got my license for testing. That, that's 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 a bit scary too, isn't it? I've got my ticket for testing people for drug and alcohol. You got your ticket for serving as well. Oh. <laughs> so there you go again. There you go again. You're taking the shine off. Oh, all of this is out there. I, I thought I might have had a new era, but they've cut me down again. These blokes, the greatest no. bunch of pessimists. I've ever struck. When you saddle up to the to the rich ones, you got to be you got to be careful. Yeah, but he was a punter, a punter. He done it on the punt, and all the people out there, especially my old mate Georgie, love that. You know, battling away, trying to get the the quality up and the daily double. He done it on the punt. Depends, he, mate. If you've lost a lot on the punt, then he's holding it, isn't he? That's that's the problem. No, nah, no, nah, he's not. No, nah, no, nah, he didn't get ours. Right, you're listening to the rabble, of, otherwise known as the Concrete Gang, and we are brought to you, as I say, on three CR. Maybe and, on the podcast. And on the podcast. And the blog site will be coming back and we are going to uh, make sure that these these absolute brilliant moments of radio are available to you on a regular and uh, all media availability. As and, anyway. and forever. The internet never never forgets. Has David, <laughs> David Grant got a blog? blog? David Grant, has he got a blog? Oh, that's Probably. a good question. We'll look it up. We'll, we'll, we'll it link up. to it on the Concrete Gang blog if he does. There you go. Anyway, let's start talking about stuff about the industry. And that is, first up, membership. Membership is being renewed. People were supposed to be financial by the 1st of April, but the money is coming in. Good stuff. Got to keep going. Got to make sure we've got everyone financial and we get on with the business of what we're supposed to be doing, looking after wages and conditions. But it does take money to keep a, an organisation going, so paying the union dues is number one priority. Now, one of the benefits that flows from paying your membership and having a strong and active union is the EBA. 
And are we going to benefit from the EBA? Are yes, we ever. of course we are, because next week... Easter. Easter. Ripper. Once a year, it is... Oh, actually, twice a year. Easter and Christmas, I'm a Christian. Once a year, I'm a monarchist on uh, Queen's birthday. <laughs> you're and once a, a year, I love punting on the bloody you're cup a weekend. What would David Grant be? <laughs> That's quite yes. a rich bastard. <laughs> right, here we go. The Easter break is on, and that means Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, oh, and Wednesday God. is the break. And if your boss thinks he's going to get you out to work on one of those RDOs, the Tuesday or the Wednesday, the answer is pretty simple. In his EBA, they are RDOs, and you don't have to work. But oh, I'm sure beautiful. there will be a whole lot of people putting the pressure on and trying to get the benefit of a couple of extra days production. If you think about it, the Easter break now is less than the Easter break was because originally the Easter break included the Thursday and the Friday and people only went back on the Saturday. Okay, in the interest of reaching an agreement, we now only have up to and including the Wednesday. You go back to work on the Thursday, the Friday, the Saturday. But this year... You can have two days Easter, off. Because yeah, you could have annual leave days, sickies, whatever. But this year, of course, Easter has moved back, as it does. It follows the moon, and it moves back close to Anzac Day. And Anzac Day this year falls on the Tuesday. That's the day we pump Collingwood. <laughs> right, yes. And that means, what about Monday? Well, if you go to your calendar... It says that Monday the 24th is an RDO. It's not a shutdown weekend, but the Monday the 24th is an RDO. Make sure your boss doesn't try telling you it is, in fact, a work day. It is an RDO. It is on the calendar. It has been on the calendar from the very start. So make sure you don't get conned. It is a day off. You have left something out, Warren. Please. The Easter lines up with our brothers and sisters with Greek Easter. Oh. It's lined up this year. Normally, that's, you know, it goes on for months, but it's lined up at the same time with the brothers from brothers and sisters from Greece. There you go. Very good. What about you David? Are, you are multicultural, would, aren't you? Would David Grant celebrate Easter? For those who don't know who David <laughs> Grant is, he's a rich bastard from Tasmania who, who owns and runs the Mona Gallery. It's David Walsh. You, you oh, know, David you Walsh. Sorry, oh, Walsh. Well, David Walsh. Name already, but... No, I haven't got my own name right today, so I might as well... Not like me to get As wrong. he said, he needs a drug and alcohol <laughs> test. If you read on his car, car parking spot, he's God. So that's his religion. Oh, right, Arnie. His religion is himself, Well, he is, he is God because if he punk like he does and make so much money and employ 500 Tasmanians and... and pay their wages and everything. He is God, isn't he? Uh, that's uh, a dangerous thought. All right, all right, all right. I'll, I'll leave it alone. I'll leave it alone. All right. Only at Easter is it acceptable. Right up. <laughs> so, folks, the Easter break is part of your EBA. It is part of the calendar, which gives you the right to have off Friday right through to Wednesday. And then you are, have every right to enjoy your Monday the 24th and, of course, the public holiday with uh, due regard to those who have lost their lives and, and been wounded, etc., in uh, serving this country in the armed forces. Righto. And a special cheerio to me, mates, uh, whether in um, the Vietnam or the, 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 our engineers at the, the tunnel rats. They used to go down the um, tunnels and 
I uh, usually take them to the memorial on, in a bus, uh, so the boys can have a few drinks. Uh, special cheerio to those guys, too. That's indeed the case. And to uh, all of those people out there who are expecting good weather over the Easter break, let's hope we're all going to enjoy a very good autumn because it's been a bit all over the place so far. Righto, let's move on to a little issue which we just need to remind people about, and that is metadata. Now, you might say, what the hell is metadata? Well, metadata is all that information collected by your telco about who you ring, when you ring them, where you're located, all that stuff is now, in fact, to be kept by the Telstra-type companies till... For two years, as I understand it. What are you doing on the internet? Mm, yeah, who are you talking to? Where are you going? Because it's all location services on your phone now. The yep. whole lot. God. So they know everything about you and the, and the telcos have got to keep it for two years for security purposes. National security. National security. You know, terrorism, all that stuff. Now, the people who can actually have access to this information without a warrant, i.e. without court supervision includes the federal police, the state police, and so on. So it's only about 22 government agencies can actually have that information without a warrant. But there's also a provision for those to have temporary access. Now, there are 61 companies, or sorry, agencies, who have applied for temporary access. And guess who that includes? Oh, no. Uncle Nige, along with the Greyhound Racing Board, the Bankstown City Council, etc., etc. RSPCA. RSPCA. <laughs> the, Greyhound, the Greyhound Board. I can tell you a story about me, mate. It's a Greyhound now, trainer. Our problem, of course, is that Uncle Nige has not been doing too well lately in some of his prosecutions. He's losing a few of them, and he's uh, getting criticised in the courts. So he is going to be even more anxious to collect information which he thinks he can use against the union and its delegates and its members. So, folks, this is going to become a hot issue because the gathering of information is now, I understand, in some areas, going all the way through to companies, builders, collecting information electronically for inductions. We'll come back to that issue in the next couple of weeks because this is going to be a very hot issue because this is blue glue all over again, but on a scale which is unprecedented. But in the meantime, let's just remind you that what you do with your phone is in fact being collected by the telco, that you, whether it's Optus or Telstra, whoever, the telco's got to keep it for two years and it will be available to the forces of law and order and people like Nigel Hatchkiss who think they're above law and order. And he's prosecuting people for having a cup of tea, right? So if you're you're organising a cup of tea, just don't do it on the phone. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) How could you do that on the phone anyway? Organise a cup of tea. Jesus. Give you a buzz, Gorilla. I won't do that anymore. We'll have to send a pigeon. Right, That's a good line. So, that sounds like one of mine. <laughs> right. So metadata. What would David Walsh do? 
He'd buy the telco. He doesn't have to make his own cups of tea, mate. Anyway, folks, this is going to be a hot issue, and there will be a lot of people whose phone records are going to be checked over by the likes not only of the Federal Police, etc., but also Nigel Hatchkiss and people like that. So stop running my SP bookie on my phone? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. That's not good? <laughs> not good. All right. Righto, we might cut to a track and the gorilla's oh, in mate. charge of the music today. Molly, Molly Gorilla. Uh, yeah, I've got, I've got a good one for you. It's an oldie but a beauty. Ever love a man by the loved ones. That's not. Uh, there's a little bit of um, uh, jealousy in the studio because String Boon did the uh, the Concrete Gang uh, theme song a few weeks ago, and we had about 400 complaints. But um, <laughs> so String Boon, don't give up your day job. But anyway, uh, ever loving yeah. man, that was a special dedication to David Walsh from the Gorilla. Yeah, David Walsh. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, see, it's yeah, getting bitchy in here. They're being facetious, these shit cutters. They just hate it, man. <laughs> a bloke's made a fortune on the punt and give a big. Bit back to the punters, they hate it. They always got to find something going wrong with the bloke, but anyway, I'm going to read his book and I'm going to do a full show on it. Oh no, <laughs> special podcast coming I'll up. I'll tell you what, as, as one of the boys at the pub said last night, <laughs> can I borrow the book after you? I said, Well, I'll probably be, be reading one page a week, you've got about three years to wait. He says, Anyway, right, move it right along. <laughs> this week is the delegates' meeting at Trades Hall, not at 10 o'clock. Boys and girls, but at nine o'clock it's being brought forward that extra hour just so that we can finish early and blokes can get back to the job for the traditional barbecue and break early break up for the shutdown weekend for Easter. Now that does lead us to another issue. Yes, and if you're having a obviously a nice little break on the on the Thursday that someone will be knocking up the barbecue it'll probably be the Peggy having a fair bit to do it yep so we, we, we're trying to celebrate the Peggy so we need everyone to you know if you've got a good Peggy on the job at the moment we've only got about I think half a dozen yep. good Peggy's in in Victoria which I'm sure there's more than that but uh, you're going to be named and shamed if you haven't put in your Peggy and uh, without the Peggy's running the job keeping the facilities clean the torts clean the the lunch sheds clean and doing all the bits and pieces would be stuffed and I think they're the forgotten heroes so we're trying to we've got a real good prize for whoever wins it so you need to get them in 
what's what are we getting into, String Bean? The by email to j o n s at cfmeu dot org, or or on a pigeon's leg, we can we can ring up Washoe and get his pigeons tra- trained up. He ate them years ago. Just drop it into the office for the concrete gang. Righto, now moving right along. Some bad news. Not bad news. Oh, bad news. Shocking news. Don't tell me. Don't yes, tell me. Yes. Another. Dave Walsh's. Another witness <laughs> to the Trade Union Royal Commission has been exposed as a complete dud. Another rat. And a rorter and a fraud, etc., etc. Now, listen. There's a few people that ran into the Royal Commission and gave evidence against the union and swore on a stack of Bibles oh, and said things like, nothing's more important than paying your staff. Well, there's a little builder Hello. in Canberra who called... Not Cap- Bob, Bob Capital- Day? No, no, Bob, <laughs> we'll get on to Bob Day. <laughs> Capital Hydraulics and Drains, but basically transformed themselves into a builder, CHD have gone under owing about $4 bucks oh. to their staff, to their subcontractors. They took the high and mighty, canned the union, made all these allegations which proved to be uh, not quite right, but now they've topped it all off by basically burning the company and leaving all this grief behind. Oh dear, how sad these paragons of virtue have been absolutely exposed. So David O'Keefe, who hired CHD for civil works at a uh, a house division job, said his business would sue the company's principals and officers for damage. Good luck, Dave. I bet you they're burning it and there's nothing left and you know why you're going to get nothing. So people like uh, Joe Lurie and his manager, Nicky Lurie, me thinks they might be uh, connected, who declined to talk about the collapse of their company, are also accused of all sorts of uh, unchristian things and nothing's going to be said by the government, nothing's going to be said by the, the, the ex-Royal Commissioner, nothing's going to be said by any of, that st- any of those people who were involved in slagging off the union and at the end of it all, the only person who came out of it with a uh, conviction for doing the wrong thing, was a person that the union sacked for the very reason that he was no good. Our mate, Heafy. Star witness, another star Star, witness. Another star witness. Is there a star witness still standing? We should be calling them falling star witnesses. Like falling stars? Catch a falling star. Catch a falling star and put it in your skyrocket. Save it for... uh, Royal Commission. <laughs> there we go. Don't, don't give up your day job. Uh, <laughs> you, can join, you can join my band, Gorilla. Would David Walsh be able to sing that? He's he, he good at everything else. Oh, he's, he's a absolute <laughs> hero. Yeah. Anyway, let's move uh, on. Paragon of virtue. Yeah, let's move on now to another problem that is uh, facing us. Across the board. You let Bob Day off the hook there, though. Oh, well, oh, sorry. Yeah, Bob a, Day, eh? Please, Bob what Day. a way. He was the one shit canning us, wasn't he? That that you know. Oh yeah. You don't have to worry about it. Bob Day never existed. That's a, I think the High Court has ruled. <laughs> yes, the High Court ruled. <laughs> I hope he didn't. That for the purposes of the vacant position in the Senate from South Australia, they would treat Bob Day as being 
dead. <laughs> That's how we thought of him for years. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm going to start going to church. Anyway, Bob Day uh, has. What uh, church been, shall I go to? Oh, David Walsh has one, I think. The Church of the Mighty Dollar. I know. I Just for those who missed out, Bob Day uh, was held by the High Court to have been inappropriately elected because there was... Uh, no doubt about that. Uh, yes, and uh, he was taking money on the side by hiring his, or leasing his premises to the federal government uh, with full knowledge of the minister, I, I understand. And uh, basically that was a conflict of interest which uh, is against the Constitution. And so to add to all of his debts from his uh, blown-up companies. He's got to pay back his wages as well, apparently. So, How can a dead man pay back his wages? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but good riddance to Bob Day. Don't get worse for them, honestly. Uh, I, I, we should do just one shit list of all these things. It'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Too long. We'll do a Yeah, too long. But anyway, let's just get to REOs and the issues with Skyrail. Our good friends out at Skyrail, the joint venture, CPB, the old Leightons, and Len Lisa, the joint venturers on Skyrail. They've done all sorts of dirty deals. They're absolutely a disgrace as far as the organisation of health and safety of the job is concerned. But now, now, they are refusing to comply with the Occupational Health and Safety Act. So when officials of the CFMEU turn up and issue an ARIO, which is a health and safety right of entry, to inspect uh, particular issues on a job, they are not only refusing entry, they've built a wall. The Donald Trump solution. <laughs> they've built a wall and manned it with Mon John security. Oh, John Moncrief. Those perils of um, you know society. Please. Who got himself... Uh, into trouble on TV because of what he did to his missus. But anyway. Doing about $6 an hour. Yep. So, folks, the REO problem is going to continue. What is WorkSafe going to do to enforce their own legislation? Good luck. And they, they definitely need us out there because uh, cheerio to Jay Curry down at Noble Park um, causing trouble down there. But there's uh, we've got... Apparently, pile, pile, piling rig, rig augers snapping 20 feet into the ground, um, shutter, shutters giving way for the piers, uh, blowing out thousands of dollars worth of concrete, going all over the place, um, and even the almighty gantry train apparently in Murrumbina still isn't up and working. They cannot get it right. I saw that the other day. I drove past there. Bit of a disaster zone, the sky rail generally. Maybe they could use some union assistance yeah, and CPB ain't exactly covered themselves in glory because their employees on the Tuller asked to uh, get the company to deduct uh, a contribution to a member who was injured out there when a uh, a bin was being lifted by uh, Franner, and uh, he was the dogman, and one of the welds gave way, uh, shit weld that it was, gave way, he got hit, he got struck by the steel bin and his... Uh, in serious bother, and so, well, logically, just ask the company to withdraw the money from your pay, sign the form, get the money withdrawn, make the donation to the union office for the collection that's being run to help the member, Robert DeUlio, and uh, what happened? Oh, no, no, it might be a breach of the code. Oh, please. Odie, CPB, get real. Low loss.
Right, mind you, Hedgekiss would love that sort of thing. Oh, love it, love it. Righto, Scallywags. No, no. Before we get a cheerio to Georgie Despard, he's now in rehab out at Royal Park and doing well. Great stuff. And a cheerio to Robbie Grant, who uh, had a bit of a one of the peggies. Done his back. Done his back. And uh, he is recovering. So cheerio to him. Scallywags. I've got John Moran from Ireland Brown. Steve Welbedick. Oh, Welbedick from Interspan. Absolute wanker. Sacking blokes at will. Applied for about the next nine RDOs to work. I oh, mean, I don't know where he comes from, this bloke, but. Uh, he should go back wherever he exactly. comes from. CHD, our uh, friends from the Royal Commission. George Brandis and Nigel Hatchkiss for, I suspect, concocting use of the metadata against the union. Not that George Brandis can explain what metadata is. Yes. Hard Rock and Brendan. Ah, oh, Lala nomination this week. Hard Rocker, a form worker, and Brendan's the boss, and it's all too hard for Brendan. Stop sucking, son. Sookie. Also for uh, CityCon, CityCon deserve uh, a nomination because they're they having an absolute disaster on a number of their jobs, and uh, they need to be exposed. And one of those disasters is Metro Precast. It was so green, they didn't even want... Even CityCon didn't want to put it in place. Ooh, ouch. And, of course, uh, we've also got Skyrail, CPB, and the Lend-Lease Joint Venture out, at, uh, out along the uh, Dandenong line. Fulton Hogan. So bad, even WorkSafe got him. Uh, they reckon a 70, 70 mil uh, safe zone yeah, deflection uh, you know, on the other side of the barriers is enough when you've got trucks going 80 k's past the job. I reckon that the barriers might move more than 70 mil if a truck hits it at 80 k's. What do you reckon? Oh, without a doubt. And WorkSafe agreed you've broken the OHS Act. Righto. HMY. Jeez, we'll put come on. How many we got? We've got a heap. Big we better hurry up. We're off air in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, HMY for exposing people to carbon uh, dioxide. Oh, uh, yeah, I know carbon monoxide. Monoxide. Perennial. Sorry. Three months of exposure, headaches and sickness. Oh. And their solution, try to keep them working, riggers in respirators. Oh, good on you, Chris Shears. Another brilliant move on your part. Not asbestos, it's that. Unbelievable. Right, uh, who are we going for? Oh, sorry, just a quick one over at any time. But, uh, Here we are. High octane, Frank Nadinik, done it again. <laughs> Five hundred mil, uh, five hundred thousand dollars worth of credits uh, unpaid. In a span, I'm going for Stu. He is an absolute goose. Second bloke, Steve. He, no, he, second blokes has applied for seven RDOs. No respect. They just told the blokes to work RDOs. We've caught him out. I think uh, Buzzer knows all the facts, but uh, absolute. Righto. So Steve Welbedak from Welbedak. From inter- and interspan are uh, the scallywags of the week and hard rock Brendan. Oh, it's so hard, Brendan. Stop crying. And son. the sookie lala. Yeah, Brendan, hard rock. All right, we've got a song for him in a minute, but we'll yeah. have to go out the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare, Dare to win. win. If you don't fight, you, you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang. We'll be on air over Easter, but get in the mood. And for the sookie lala, we've got Cry Baby from Janice Joplin.
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.